0: Hello and welcome to the In The Money Players podcast. This is our show for Royal Ask It Tuesday. We are recording live on location, so you're going to hear some uh, fun background noise coming to you from a fantastic pub, Thameside in Windsor. It's the Boatman. Definitely check it out if you get out this way. Traditional place that we have lunch before the Windsor races on the Monday, which honestly, I mean, obviously, ask it is ask it, but this race meeting is a ton of fun that we're heading to tonight. But before we get out there, we got business to do. And that is to look at the Wednesday card. Ever since we've gone daily with these Ask It podcasts the last several years, there's been a, a unifying force who comes and joins us one day. We've given him various assignments, but I think we've settled in on this Wednesday after lunch appearance. This is a man you know from the fantastic work he does over at At The Races or perhaps uh, on television on the stateside at the races or, or even Sky Sports Racing. He is my friend, Barry Faulkner. Barry, how are you? I'm doing very well. Pete, yourself? Things are good. You enjoy
1: your lunch today? I'll always enjoy the lunch. here. the <laughs> anticipation of the
0: <laughs> That's it. And I think that's one of the reasons why, you know, this meeting at Windsor tonight is so uh, special to me. Because it's got this, it's Christmas Eve vibes, if you know what I mean.
1: It is. It's the, the, the day before the big one. And, and you wait to open your presents. And you've got, <laughs> you've got four days with a present or five days with to open.
0: That's about right. And we are going to move right to the start of this card on Wednesday, a race where uh, the USA has had some success over the years. It's the Queen Mary. And uh, what do you think? Do we have uh, an opportunity for a USA winner once again this time around?
1: Um, I don't think so. I think Wesley Ward's won this three times in the last eight years. Uh, He sends across a bunch of this year. I don't think is the strongest contender. She's the strongest contender he's ever sent across. I think we've got some good uh, fillies on this side of the-
0: who are you gravitating towards?
1: Well last year this race was gone by a, a filly called Dramatise, trained by Carl Burke, five yep. to two favourite. He's had some freaking juveniles out this year. I mean really it's loaded, loaded for bears, the expression you yes, use. Yes, yes. Okay, well that's where he's got. He's got Beautiful Diamond uh, by Cliffordly and got to love a grey in this one. Uh, beautiful Diamond was at the top of the market and probably sharing top of the market at the moment, just looking at the odds on this Monday afternoon. Um she won her only race in some style she looks sure to progress and she's been backed as if she's the the barn first string don't ignore got to love a grey she won the Marygate States of York last month uh, to follow up on good rating success Uh, that race has been a good form guide to this contest in the past and uh, I I think of the two other prices I'm seeing in front of me now I think I prefer her Other one to look at here is Midnight Affair Richard Fahy written by Danny Tudhoe who rode the winner last year she looked a bit green when we made a decent race last month. Um, she's the sort of to improve a lot when she works out what's required. But in this race, that applies to just about every filly yeah. in the race. Yeah, that but sounds it, right. to the fine, we've got a little gray. I'm going to see what the price is at midnight is. She's about 10 to 1 shot. They're both 10 to 1 shot. The sort of race I might back them both.
0: Yeah, I get it. I'm, I have to just put in a quick word for Crimson Advocate. Our buddies uh, from Black Pipe Thoroughbreds had the chance to see her the other day at the Irish National Stud. If you look at what she would have come up with buyer wise in that last race, it's it's not lightning fast, like has to win this, but it's not that far behind either. And I have to say she looked very nice the other day of the Americans. That's the, the one that I'm the most interested in. We'll see how it all plan, uh, pans out in the Queen Mary as we pivot to our second race. Of Wednesday, which is the Kensington Palace Phillies handicap, and we've got a very open looking market here. Is that the way you see it, or do you have one to get stuck
1: into? Not very much, noble open race. I mean, this year, race last year 40 to one shot beat a 41 shot, beat yeah. 22 to one shot. Now, I know you hear that trifecta, Pete. I <laughs> paid 53,680 pounds for a one pound stake.
0: And we'll throw out, this is a good time just to underline the idea that uh, the, the tote, the whirlpool, and the tote betting, you can really get paid if you're right in a lot of these pools, yeah. and obviously one of the things we're doing here is trying to promote exotic wagering, and just wagering in general on the tote pools internationally, and that that's a great example of the kind of rewards if you can uh, be clever enough to come up with some of these winners. So, all right, no
1: pressure then. Who's the 40-1 to 1 winner this year? Well, I don't think I've got a 40-1 Just <laughs> to add on to that last one, the, the favorite and the same thing were the last two in this race last year. So, right. uh, don't necessarily yeah. just follow the market. Yep. Um, Roman missed uh, Archie Watson. Sheen Murphy, a uh, very experienced workmare. She's won four from 15 starts, including listed company. She joined Archie Watson this year and won first time. Uh, she didn't look comfortable on the ups and twists and turns on Dada Day 17 days ago. I think she's going kind to of go close to a good price. From Ireland, we've got you want, I don't know if it's want there or want here. Uh, James uh, Joseph ryan he's booked James McDonald. He had five in this race, and this was the first one jumped up. Um, only run three times. Um, Two of them on Sympathics, which she won. Ran poorly in the state last month, but was unlucky in that race. Could have been given a chance here by the handicapper. And the other one at a decent price, far too shy. It's F-A-R-H-H, too tough shy. Uh, George Morse, Marge and James Spencer just about barely gets the mile. One of the competitive handicap at the straight mile in the middle of last month. Got up £4 for that win, but still well below her handicap mark of last year. She'll need smuggling into the but uh, she's a contender
0: Interesting. And uh, with your want there or your want here, uh, that's USA Connections represented, our friends at uh, Eclipse yes. Thoroughbreds, if I'm recognizing those silks it correctly. Is. It'll be fun. Hopefully we'll see that uh, that crew around over there on uh, on Wednesday. Lots of Americans expected to be in attendance as
1: well. Yeah, my, my, if I put the fire there, Roman Miss would be my, uh, my top
0: selection in race number two as we uh, proceed down the card to our uh, our third race of the day. It's the Duke of Cambridge Stakes, and we've got a couple at the top of the market in Jumbly and Prosperous Voyage. Do you see it as a match between those two, or can we reach for something at a bit more of a price?
1: I think there's something else in the race, but it's, it's not really a, 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 a short price one. The three outrights and one joint favourites won this in the last uh, 10 years. Our Prosperous Voyage... Uh, uh, Rafe Beckett and William Abouik uh, beating Spiral in the Palmer States at Newmarket last year didn't uh, continue that level of form in two more top-level events. return running in Group Two at Newmarket wasn't particularly inspiring, but she looked a different proposition last month in the Group Three at Epsom, uh, putting a cracking run uh, in there. Jumbly again, another one joined um, Joseph O'Brien this year. Won a group three on the round course here in July. Came back in second in a group two last month. Ryan Moore gets the ride there. I love Ryan Moore and another contender. Uh, of the two of them, I would probably go with Prosperous Voyage. I was very impressed the way uh, she won last month. And uh, it's a tight one, but Prosperous Voyage for me. In, an,
0: in the narrow call there in the Duke of Cambridge. We'll move on now to our fourth race where we've got the Prince of Wales, the Stakes, and a, a race that brings some real star power to the party and very curious to see who you're going to go with in this Group 1 part of the British
1: Champions Series. And it's a proper Group 1 as well, Pete, this, this one. It's uh, always a, one of the highlights of the meeting for me. Um, you've got the top four, and I wouldn't argue against you whichever one you want to make case for. In fact, I could make a case for each of them and, and be confident in my case. Uh, Baybridge ran in this last year, in second uh, just two more runs won the champion stakes over this course and distance in October. Um, he had uh, the 2021 Derby winner, Derby winner, <laughs> Ayadar, um, half length behind on that occasion. My prosperous closing like a good and a further nose back in third. Luxembourg uh, won the Irish champion stakes in September, came back in a flat effort at the beginning of May, put that behind at the end of the month, beating Baybridge by half length at the Curragh. He got first run there. So uh, I'd be interested to see how they get on today. Ida came back in May, won a group three comfortably. My Prosper finished fourth to Modern Games in the Green States last month, going an inadequate mile. Uh, it really is uh, anybody's race. I- I've been back and forth on this. I'll tell you, I've looked at this four times and come up four different uh, <laughs> Where
0: ben, are you currently, though? Baybridge. Okay. And what tipped the scales in the end? Uh,
1: Experience of this course, and I think that he was unlucky last time. Um, behind Luxembourg and Morgan. I think he will he will come on for that
0: one classic Causeway representing uh, the forum for America widely 80 to one 100 to one I gotta say that sounds about right this is not an easy test to be an incredible story I know that it's cool to see uh, this meeting getting supported by USA connections but probably out of out of his depth that's fair to say
1: I think he, he should be if he if he wins it he's stepping up big time this is, this is this is a really really strong renewal of
0: this race now you know, we appreciate your insight on all of these races, but when we get to some of these wild handicaps like the Royal Hunt Cup, that's really where we need you to give us a way in. Um how many runners do we have going to post your is it thirty three? I'm seeing at last count. It's uh it's, it's good going... I think it's meant
1: to be thirty.
0: Okay, maybe oh, there's some... 33.
1: 33 on the list. Probably is 33, yeah.
0: Unbelievable. How do we begin to make sense of this? And give us a suggestion in terms of wagering approach. Do you shoot for the moon and try to catch an exotic, or are you satisfied just trying to find the winner in a 33-runner field?
1: I'm generally happy to find the winner, and I'll have three or four darts at this. Um, you don't know what the, the post-position draw is going to be like. You know, they spread a whole way across the track. You'll run in at least two groups, might be three groups. So I try to look across the draw. Um, Find ones that are uh, nicely handicapped, where the handicapped market market might be going down, also with form over this track in the past. Um, And I've absolutely narrowed this down to uh, five here. It's a reasonable
0: short list in a 33-runner race. uh,
1: Pirato, interesting, uh, one near the top of the market. One of the three-year-old one-mile handicap here in 2021. Uh, Last month, his first start for Roger Veri, the new trainer, he was 7th of 22 over an inadequate seven furlongs, he runs off an even lower handicap mark here than that day, and much lower when he's winning on his when he ran two years ago. I know that was against other three-year-olds. I think he's got a, a really good mark and in coming on a big race. Um, <coughs> chasing Aphrodite, this is one um, a, a good friend of ours, um, a shrewd nut. We both uh, we both know we suggested this one. Uh, one of lesser concerts in with this, was caught distance at the beginning of last month. Those who have finished behind have really come out and frank that form. And he could really be up for taking the taking step up here. Uh, trained by Harry Eustace and uh, Haley Turner, uh, riding uh, top, top um, jockey over here. Astro King, another one with a, a new train this year, He'd actually moved from uh, Sir St. Michael Stout. Now trained by Daniel and Claire Kugler. Uh, he was fourth in this last year. Ran a great prep in his first half, his new hand last month, and comes here better handicapped than last year. I think he's got a cracking chance. Uh, Blue for you, finished just behind him on that occasion. I don't think he's obviously well handicap his Asperger. Yeah. Um, but a, a wild long shot I've got here. Um, his point liners, I was hoping he would get in, and result got uh, Edward Bethel, James McDonald, James McDonald, the, the crack um, Australian rider aboard yeah. of all this one. could be a threat of a big prize. He's been progressive since he's joined with Fainer. He's run up in a couple of competitive handca- handicaps his last big starts. I think he's a 33-1 shot at the moment. So, uh, but... Um, I'm certainly having a bet on him because at that price. I think 33 is is a wrong price on him, and I'll probably back at least three of these, um, possibly four.
0: That's what I was going to ask: is how do you um how do you separate them from here? Does it just all come down to price, or is there uh, is is there another method that you use to try to figure out what you're doing? But I guess when the prices are such, you have the opportunity to go ahead and bet several.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you. you get out with any race I want to go into I want to get out with a profit now I'm not going to back seven eight I'm going to bet ones that I think are, are the wrong price and have got a good chance of winning the race I mean Perotto I know a lot of people made a, a big case for him. But he's, he's down to 71 now so the last favorite to win this was 2009 so but last year's was second favorite so maybe at the front of the market it's not a bad place for that. But, uh, I think that to say that um, Astro King point line is certainly betting. Ch- chasing Aphrodite, possibly Perotto, depending what prices it looks to be tomorrow morning. Looks to
0: be catching some steam in the market now, but the big spread in the Royal Hunt Cup. Uh, point line is Astro King, Chasing Aphrodite, Perotto, and Blue for you. Does that rank them about right?
1: That, that looks
0: about it. All right. Excellent. We'll move on to the Queen's Vos, where we've got a Group 2 company towards the end of this Wednesday, as I stall while the computer attempts to load the race so I can Try to give some other tidbit here. Uh, Gregory looks a uh, pretty warm order in the market right now. Are you with or against?
1: Oh, I'm with uh, very much. Um, three favourites from the last 10 of one. But the market is usually a good guide. There's only been one boil over in 10 years. So I think we, you know you, you, the front end is a place to look. He's only run twice. He's won both in taking style. Uh, the last going eleven furlongs, the one before 11 and a half. Um, he took a while to master the front runner last time out and he looked inexperienced a second just his second run, but he stretched away nicely, Was the old expression, putting his best work in the final furlong. He looks guaranteed to relish this trip on Brady. I think he's a, he's a strong favorite.
0: Compelling case for one to maybe get stuck into. I love that phrase "boil over." I understand what it means intuitively—the idea of a, of a big price, uh, something very unpredictable happening. Is there a specific definition to it? Does this horse have to be? Does that have to be ten to one, twenty to one, or like how do you describe the, the actual definition? Uh,
1: again, it depends on the race. If it's a three-run race, and uh, you know, a, a bit of a boil over could be a six to one shot. Absolutely. But no, generally <laughs> I would say twenty to one. Got it. Gotcha.
0: More two-year-olds to close out the day. We've got the Windsor Castle Stakes, West Ward participation in the form of fandom. Definitely catching some money, about the fourth choice in the market. How do you separate these? And can we potentially find a price in here?
1: Um an interesting one with here, the three favorites from the last 10 years of us in this race, but in that time we Four winners who have gone at sixteen to one or over. I think okay. it's two 16s and two 22s. So it, you know, it's a huge field. Should be very competitive. Again, inexperienced sorts here. Um, just looking at your thing there. Yeah. Peak. Uh, is Fandom running in that? Wasn't Fandom declared for the? Uh,
0: We're priced up here on at the races across the board at seven to one. So that's. Uh,
1: I, I did this race yesterday afternoon, and I took Fandom out, and I saw he was declared for the Coventry stakes. Okay, interesting. I, I is, actually, actually
0: I'll take a look back at the Coventry. That's on Tuesday, right? It is. Yeah, so
1: I backed um, him for the Coventry stakes.
0: Okay, so now I see why you're uh, why you're double checking on this. Let's take a look. It's hard here with Yeah, fandom's listed in this as well, cross-entered right now. Yeah. Listed at 16 to 1 for the Coventry uh, tomorrow we're recording i should be careful in using dates because you never know who's listening to a podcast but we're recording this on monday so yeah fandom may or may not go interesting to see fandom considerably lower and i'll tell you what barry i mean from looking at the ward record six furlongs versus five furlongs i understand the difference in pricing because six as you know and i'll just say this for the benefit of the listeners six furlong straight almost like a mile in the usa with the with the two bends, so that's interesting that you prefer Fandom in the in the Tuesday race.
1: Well, it's not so much preferred it's the price. And I okay, the, I love the way he rebroke uh, when he won. Yeah, uh, he didn't seem to call her that well at Kingland. and then once he straightened up, bang, he went again. And I, he's going to be quicker out of the gate than any of the um, European horses, and he may as well just hang on yeah. over the six. I think he'd be absolutely, and that is a better race um, than the Windsor Castle. He's actually a lock in the Windsor Castle if he runs well. Yeah. Um, so interesting. You know, but um, I, I love that Kingland race, and he would be uh, my tip if he runs in that race. Um, of the locals, um, Barnwell Boy, Charlie Johnson, O'Shean Murphy, who's come back from the troubles of last year in absolute stupendous form. Exceptional rider, had a few beams to deal with last year, and it uh, looked like he has been. Uh, Great. No is. I
0: got to work with him on Sky last year and was just very impressed by his professionalism. Like a lot of competitive people, whatever they do, they want to make the most of it, you know, even if it's even a competitive jockey wanting to be a pundit. I really, really enjoyed that and I've been rooting for him.
1: Yeah, he's, he's, I'm delighted that you come back. He's undoubtedly an exceptionally talented jockey. Um, the horse he's on today. Uh, also in this race, the, uh, the Windsor Castle, very impressive. And David Woodwood won by four and a half lengths. runner-up came out and broke his maiden next time. Uh, he was going to go for the uh, Coventry, but he's uh, come in here and uh, just checking the still at the top of the one. Yes. Um, maximum impacts two from two, including over course and distance at the beginning of last month. Um, he is uh, getting a big shout from that uh, organisation. Um, the other one to look at is Blue Storm, it's interesting. He might be a big price this one. It could be worth another goal. Like we were at Sandown Park. Uh, I think you did not arrive when this first when the first race went off. I and was
0: there. I just hadn't met up just, with you guys. Um, I was watching from the center of the course where the train <laughs> lets you
1: off. That's right. And uh, he was uh, he led for a long way in that race. he a tough five films at Sandown. Yeah. Uphill the whole way. Now it's he, this is much easier, and he faded quite tamely there. Neil Callum wasn't hard on him once his chance had gone. So I think he could be ignored. and it's worth
0: a little bit each way um, to, uh, to back my, yeah, my main pick. Love it. And uh, uh, fandom if he goes, but we don't think he's going to go. Barnwell Boy being the main one, with maybe mixing in some maximum impact and Blue Storm at a little bit more of a price. Well, this was great fun, as ever, sitting here in the Boatman Pub on the Thames. Now we have to turn our attention to the important matter of who's going to win these races at Windsor tonight.
1: Um, well, we did okay last year. I know it's, it's, they, they call it after timing here. Red boarding, well. the
0: American term.
1: Yes. We, 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 did, we did pretty well last year. We nearly need, we need uh, were able to afford our bar we?
0: <laughs> That's the plan. You know you've made out okay when you could pay for the drinks. Barry, thank you so much once again. Thanks to our friends at the boatman. Thanks to attheraces.com. Remember, wherever you bet, Whatever your ADW is in the USA, you can find these Royal Ascot races. It's going to be great liquid pools with the World Pool, exotics options, vertical exotics options. And of course, there's nothing wrong with the old pick one, bet to win. Create your own pick bet that way if that's your fancy. And if you're a rebate player, you'll get really nice rebates on these win bets as well. I'm Peter Thomas Fornital. May you win all your photos.